הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים אמיתים שדרנו ולכל הצדיקים אמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש שמשבר את המה ובבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן פייגי בן צמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאום הזכותות הגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן ברוך השם סעיף רמ"ב פסיכות הר"ן Let's hop right into it. Conversation 242. Rabbein Uzzah is going to discuss the subject of Ayin Ara, the evil eye, concept that is brought down a lot in the Gemara, running of the Arizal, um, Zohar, the Sod, brings this idea down of the Ayin Ara. Rabbein is going to get into it and explain, of course, that not only, of course, obviously that this exists, but that it has a tremendous Koach, um, the evil eye, is something real and it can affect people. Rabbanu says that the subject of the evil eye is that there's tremendous strength in a person's glance, in a person's vision. Because the strength of a person's vision or glance can travel all the way to a person's friend. When it hits his friend, of course, whatever subject, whatever the subject is of whatever you're looking at, it can damage him when, it can damage your friend if your eye is evil. Because the eye itself has its koach. It's not a, it's mamash, it, it has an actual, actual force. It, it's real. Whatever you look at, you're inflicting something upon it, whether for good or for bad. And the strength of a person's eyes, a person's vision, strikes the visualized object. When a person's vision is bad, God forbid, or evil, you're able to damage and inflict harm through what you're visualizing, literally, as we just mentioned. And this is what it says very interestingly in the, in the, in the writings of the Ramban, the Ramban on the, in his commentary on the Torah, in Vaikha, chapter 18, verse 19, mentions over there, that Anida, whenever a woman, a menstruating woman, when she's looking at a mirror, you can find there a mark of blood. And the Ramban brings this down. Rabenu is proving the Ramban. It brings the Ramban to prove the idea that just the look of a, a, a woman who's uh, menstruating can mamash make a drop of blood appear appear on the mirror just from the fact that she's looking there. Because her blood is tamed, there's a very big tumah in the blood. Um, what do you call it? It can literally, mamash, travel onto the mirror and appear physically. That's to show you, the Rabban was saying that the, the, a person's vision has koach, mamash, has true strength. You're, you're inflicting something on what you're looking at. This comes to show you the power of a person's vision, how much we have to guard our eyes especially, and how much of what you look at has an effect on the soul. That a segula, something propitious to protect yourself from Ainara, Rabbanu says to smoke the fin of a fish. When you smoke the fin of a fish, you're able to protect yourself from Ainara. Huge segula. Look at this. The siman and the sign for this, Rabbanu wants to prove it. Senapir, the fin, the word, the Hebrew word for fin, senapir, which uh, adds up to. You have the Samech, which is 60, the Nun, which is 50, the Pei, which is 80, the Yud, which is 10, and the Ret, which is 200. Add that all together, 60 plus 50 plus 80 plus 10 plus 200, you get 40, 400, sorry. 400. And it has the same numerical value as the two words, Ra'ain, evil eye, which is also the numerical value of 400. Uviyoter, and Rameno says, even more propitious, Uviyoter Masugal, 
even something more propitious than what we mentioned above, which is the smoke, the fin of a fish. It's the fin of a certain type of fish, which they call the shelein fish. And I'm not sure which fish that is today, but it's called the shelein fish. Lashon nofel lashon Rabbeinu saying it's a play of words. Obviously, shelein comes the word shelein, shelein of the eye, meaning this fish which they would call shelein fish has the koach to protect of the eye shelein. Ot shamati bishmo zichonam lacha nosach acher Rabbeinu. I heard another um, version of what Rabbeinu said. May his memory be blessed. Rabbanu says, take the fin of the fish that we just mentioned, the slain fish, and hang it on the neck of a person who's affected by an aga. Sometimes it's a baby, sometimes it's an adult, whoever it might be. A person who's affected by the evil eye, hang that fin on, as a necklace on this person. Hang it on him like a necklace, and he'll be saved from this evil eye. And then Rabbanu gets into the source of the evil eye, and where it stems from. And they were telling me, Rabbi Nathan says, all the chaverim were telling me that Rabbi continued um, on the subject of this conversation. And he said, Amar, Rabbi said that the, four, that the, the 400 men that traveled with Yaakov to fight, that traveled with Esau to fight with Yaakov, Unbelievable. Look at the Dashkacha Pratit. Actually, incredible. This week's parasha. It's literally this week's parasha where Yaakov meets uh, Esav and Esav travels with his 400 men to confront Yaakov. It's this week's parasha. Look where we land. It's amazing. So, we see here that Rabban was teaching us that the 400 men with which Esav traveled to visit Yaakov, these, these 400 men are the source of the evil eye. That the evil eye stems, it is drawn from these 400 men which Esav traveled to fight with Yaakov, to do war with Yaakov. It says in Bereshit chapter 32 verse 7, which we're going to read this week, Shabbat Kodesh, Bezrat Hashem. There was 400 men with him. And brought down in the Magid the Holy Sefer of And on this verse, uh, in the Magid Misharim, it brings down this idea that these 400 men went to place the evil eye, God forbid, on the camp of Yaakov. And now Rabbanu explains the source for this. Why 400 men? Because 400 evil eye. And we see that Snapir literally translates as Finn, that Finn has the same numerical value, Snapir has the same numerical value as 400. Which is directly, precisely the same numerical value as the words Ra'ain, evil eye. Um, precisely, not one off. All of this corresponds to the 400 men of Esav, as we mentioned above. And from them is drawn this evil eye, as we mentioned. And therefore, the fin is saved from the, uh, uh, the fin saves a person from this evil eye. As we mentioned above. It's all connected. Rabbeinu, when he was speaking about this, he also did a couple other calculations with the students. Yeah. He was thinking about many other things and he gave many other things that add up to 400 that were all connected to the subject of Ainara. So, Seif Resh Mem Gimel, Conversation 243. Another subject entirely. Tzivah le'echad, 
Rabbeinu once commanded to, uh, one, uh, to an individual, that he had a sick relative. Rabbeinu advised him to wake up before daylight and to recite the entire Shira Shirim, the entire Song of Songs, written by Shlomo HaMelech Ve'amar, And Rabbeinu said, all the healings, all the remedies, all the medicine in the world is all encompassed within Shira Shirim. If a person is sick, Rabbeinu is saying to get up before daylight and to recite Shira Shirim. This is a huge piece of advice. And if Rabbeinu is saying this, so the man did this. And immediately when he did this, there was a, an extreme change in his health and he returned back to his um, uh, strength. He returned back to his state of health. Um, this is a good piece of advice for anyone who has someone sick, who knows uh, someone sick, um, to advise them to wake up before daylight and to recite Shira Shirim. And if not, you do it for them. So that we should have the merit to wake up Chatzot and to, to do this, that. We shouldn't have anyone sick. But in the scenario in which we do, that we should be able to fulfill these words. Seif Eresh Memdalid. Conversation 244, the last one for today. Huge conversation, very important piece of advice, uh, a significant and a very fundamental piece of encouragement that Rabban is going to teach us for all of us who are, for many of us who struggle, who, who cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel, this is something fundamental, to say the least. Shamati me'echad me'chashube anashim. Rabbi Natan saying, I heard from one of the very important students of Rabbeinu. One of the very prominent students of Rabbeinu. Ish kasher, an upright man. Shamayim, a man who had fear of heaven. And he served Hashem be'emet, genuinely, truthfully, with sincerity. Rabbi Nathan doesn't preface many of the conversations whenever he's saying, I spoke to one of the individuals who said, he didn't describe the individual. This time he's describing the individual. And look what he's saying. Rabbeinu was once conversing with this pious individual. Rabbeinu told this man, he said, there are people that serve Hashem and Hashem doesn't show them what they've accomplished in their lifetime. There are people who can serve Hashem their entire life and yet they won't see, the, they won't see what they won't see or they won't be shown by Hashem what they've accomplished. They won't be shown the great levels they've, they've attained. Which sometimes can be very discouraging. Imagine what Rabban was saying. There are people that might not see the light and they may not see what Hashem, um, they might not see the level they've attained. They might, it might be sealed from them. Hashem is not even showing them. He's hiding it from them. Only after their death, when they enter the world to come, then they will see what they've accomplished. And I understood that Rabbeinu May his memory be a blessing. Amarlo davarze that he said that he said this to him. Only to reinforce him for the subject of reinforcement, of encouraging him. So that this man shouldn't fall mentally, shouldn't be mentally discouraged. For the fact that he has already engaged in avodat Hashem, and he sees no effect on himself. Rabbeinu was encouraging the man, telling him there are people which Hashem hides it from. And this could be even a higher level. But he was encouraging the man to stay strong because of course this happens with individuals. And a lot of the times, 
those individuals want to see what they've accomplished and they can't see because Hashem is not showing them. And Hashem only shows them after they've passed away. And of course, we, we can't understand Hashem's ways and why it works for some people. And sometimes He shows it to others and why He doesn't show it to others. And all these different variables. But nonetheless, we have to have emunah that Hashem is doing this for our good. And uh, of course, it only enhances the reward of the world to come for its keeping our free will in place as well. And um, uh, Rabenu is telling this man not to be discouraged even though he has, this person has already engaged in Abodat Hashem. Even though he doesn't see the effect, he doesn't see the accomplishment of what he's done. Nonetheless, Hashem has something big in store for him. Because there are those who cannot see what they've accomplished in their lifetime except only after, uh, after the fact, only after they pass away. And um, Hashem should encourage us, especially when we can't see. For There are always times when a person can't see what he's accomplished and there are dark times that Hashem should give us the strength to see, to have emunah even in those dark times. For emunah is the light within the darkness. Shemit Bach should give us the strength to always have faith no matter what. And uh, to be with Him in the highs, the lows, ups and the downs, returns, the running, whatever it might be. Uh, that's it for today. Continuing the next Seif. Conversation 245.